So we're done with the conversations that you should be having with customers and clients. And those kinds of conversations basically should be relationship building conversations, customer success conversations. You want to be sure everything is going on okay. And need reevaluation conversations because as we grow with our customers and our clients, their needs, their circumstances, and their situations change. So those are the kinds of conversations that you should be having with customers and clients. Uh, for those of you who've been listening for a while, at least maybe the last 10 episodes, um, you'll remember that the next stop on the roadmap is going to be conversations that you should have with prospective clients. Now, prospective clients or prospective customers are people who you're talking to now. They haven't given you money in the past, but there's a reasonable hope that if everything goes on okay, they're going to cut you a check, make a deposit, and you're going to end up being their wedding photographer or their videographer or the wedding planner or the MC or pyro person. So what are the kinds of conversations that you should be having with them? Well, the conversation that you should be having, well, kind of obvious, are the who are you conversation and also to try and get a sense of the uh, problems that they're facing or the visions that they are trying to achieve. Now, that is one set, one set of questions that you should be asking them. Now, when you're done with that, all those uh, prelim questions, and that's one of these questions that wedding planners do very well. The whole, who are you, what are you about, and what's your plan for the day? Wedding planners, they're really, I mean, they're really smashing at this. Um, well, at least the wedding planners that I see doing their thing when they're interacting with brides and grooms. So you, uh, photographers, cake people, uh, videographers, uh yeah, just hang around with your wedding planner friends and you're going to learn tips and tricks and um, you just get a good sense of uh, what kind of questions you should be asking at this stage. Then you also should try and get a sense of the decision-making process. This is something that uh, all round we do not do um, quite well. We just assume that the bride, since we're talking to the bride, we're speaking to the most important person without trying to get a sense of um, how the decision is going to be made. And um, this is something that I learned um, not long after I got to Abuja because I was trying to do some things with, um, uh, I can't remember the company name, but um, I think, yeah, his name is Ikena, but I can't remember the company name. I think it's 365 Butlers or something like that. And so um, we're button heads and trying to see how we could do some marketing together and stuff like that and you know at some point he said oh yeah this idea is cool but this idea is not going to work because for you you talk primarily to uh, the bride but for me even if i'm talking to the bride the person who pulls the trigger at the end of the day usually is the groom or uh for you know some other male member of the family that's you know 365 butlers there into um uh drinks drinks mobile bars and stuff like that and uh, yeah, so that was one of the early experiences that I had that um, just got me to think that, well, you know, there is a decision making process uh, to to these things and it's not as straightforward as we assume. So it's not as simple as um, I'm talking to the bride, you know, therefore um, sorted. I don't need to be speaking to anyone else. When it will have some more on that later. And then um, we also need to have the budget conversations and then the conversations where we get a sense of what uh, the perfect outcomes are going to be like because uh, okay well that's tied to the um, to the uh, visions that they are pursuing so these are the many conversations that you should be having with 
prospective clients um, because they're going to give you all the useful information that you need before you seal the deal. And so in today's recording and um, subsequent recordings, hopefully not more than three or four episodes after this, we should be able to wrap it up on conversations that you'd be having with prospective clients. So the who are you conversation and what are you about and what is your plan for the day? Now, these questions are... Um, these questions are really important because, um, well, in the wedding in the wedding space, it's a very personal. Is it personal or personable? I'm not sure which term we should be using. When it's that kind of industry where all these things um, matter, you know, are we vibing? Are we flowing? Are they my kind of people? Because all these um, factors, which might be insignificant in some other things, I guess if you're a dentist, you know, it doesn't matter whether they're your people or are you guys vibing. It's just a matter of um, do they have crooked teeth or do they have a problem and can I fix that problem? So assuming you're not a dentist but you're a wedding photographer and uh, you're a planner and you're into all this um, artsy stuff, as we often are in the wedding and industry space, we need to know these things up front um, ahead of time. So if you're that kind of chill photographer who is the life of the party but these people, the bride and the groom, are buttoned up and they're really straight and you know no frills, no chills, then it might be something you want to weave. Because on the wedding day, you might feel like uh, cutting loose. You think there's no problem with you having a drink and, you know, chilling with the groomsmen or something. Because after all, you're not missing any moments or whatever. But that might um, lead to a poor working experience with the bride and the groom. You might expect that as a wedding photographer, you must be uh, on point, formally dressed, and not faffing around drinking the alcohol. You know, you should be shooting. So, yeah, all these um, questions are really important. Try and get a sense of uh, who they are, what they're about. Uh, you guys need to know if you're on the same page and if you're vibing. And then uh, the whole thing about the, um, you know, what's the plan for the day, the vision, you need, to, you need to ask all these questions because they lead to, they have implications for style and aesthetics and it might be a determining factor whether you guys should go ahead or should not. For instance, I'm really uh, more of a documentary kind of guy, so I'm into candid stuff uh following the magic as it happens on the day because i'm really good at freestyling and adapting to changing like conditions and things like that i can make magic happen um no matter what it is that is going on but you might be talking to so you might be someone like me but talking to a bride who a couple rather who are into this um highly stylized and idealized uh visions of themselves and their wedding day and they want um really staged and dramatic shots and if that's not your kind of thing you need to find out at the beginning before they transfer the money to you and then you're in a whole heap of trouble because if those expectations don't blend it doesn't matter how good your photos are and you know the whole world might rave that your photos were really good and were on point but for the couple, if that's not what they wanted in the beginning, that's not what they want. And that's going to lead to plenty of quarrel, negative reviews, um, the guy is useless, what kind of photographer are you, you know, and all the things that happen um, after that if you don't manage it, um, if you don't manage it well. And then, of course, uh, the same is uh, the other way around. If you're one of these highly uh, stylized, uh, you, you know, you have a really high fancy sense of, uh, sense of aesthetics, and so you want to go about staging all kinds of things on the wedding day, but then the couple, they're chill and they're like, 
Oh, I beg, anything will go, like, mm, I beg, I don't want to post, mm, stop this, stop this, I beg, time is going, this, that, 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 that. It's going to end up being a really frustrating experience for both of you. Because if they're very chill, anything goes couple, then you spend a whole lot of time trying to execute these highly stylized and uh, dramatic concepts for the shoot. And then you deliver the photos, and from them, it's like, mm, yeah, it's okay. And, you know, you're not going to get that... Um, emotional satisfaction that uh, we artistic uh, folks crave because it's not just about the money that they gave us you know 500k or 1m or whatever but there's also that thing that buzz that okay uh yeah they really enjoyed the job and uh, yeah things of that nature so that's the reason why these questions are important the whole who are you what vision are you looking towards what are you guys trying to achieve on that wedding day you need to be able to suss out from the beginning whether this is going to be a good partnership um at all now so apart from these personal, uh, really touchy-feely aspects to it. Another, um, one hardcore reason why you need to have these conversations, who are you, what's the vision, what are you about, is because until you have these questions, until you ask these questions, you can't really deliver an adequate quote for the day. So I've almost been in this situation, and I'm sure that some of you have been in this situation, where someone just calls you up and say, um, traditional wedding, how much? And then you say, uh, 350. And then they say, oh, 350. Yeah, sure, no problem. Send account details. And then you're wondering, ah, wow, that was quick. Maybe I should have charged more. You send account details. They send it in. Looks like you're good to go. And then you find out later on that the reason why they were like, oh, really, just 350. And they transferred the money because even though it's a traditional wedding, they are from up north. And so for them, traditional wedding is not just one day. Traditional wedding is actually like a five-day, you know, whatever. So they've spoken to other photographers. Everybody was telling them 800, 900, 1M. And then, you know, they call you and you just say 350 because for you, that's what you do. 350 for one day. And then they think, ah, it's a steal. Let's lock this guy down immediately. So that hasn't happened to me. I'll be surprised if it has happened to some of you that you just gave a quote without knowing uh, the details. But I came kind of close in that kind of situation. You know, call up traditional wedding, how much? I give the number. And, you know, there was that response like, eh, really? And it was then that I, but, you know, I started asking some more questions and then discovered that, oh, okay, they are, um, they are a northern, co northern couple. And so where they come from, the tribe is not just one day. The triad is, um, there's that thing where the elders sit down and handle the formal aspect and then that is done. And then there's the thing with the aunties uh, sitting up and uh, prepping you and grooming and everything and that's another day. And then there's the thing of the uh, bridegroom coming to come and pick up the bride to move out to the new house. And then there's the farewell or the send-off or something like that. And I've only done um, one of those. So, uh, yeah, bottom line, you really can't just, you can't just give a quote like that to know what it is that you are working with. And uh, like I said, wedding planners are very good at doing that, at least in Abuja anyway. Abuja wedding planners are really good at having these sorts of conversations. So if you want to get a sense of what it is that I'm talking about and you're not a wedding planner, just hang out with your wedding planner friends and you're going to see them in action. That Nobody's going to call a wedding planner and say, traditional wedding, how much? And then the wedding planner will just say, uh, 500 or 1M. She's going to ask a couple of questions. And from the questions the wedding planner will be asking, you will see that it's quite clear that she's trying to get a sense of who are these people, who am I talking to, what day is it, which part of town, um, how many guests, uh, what do they have in mind, have they already booked the hall, um, does it look like these people have pepper, or does it look like they're church rats, 
uh let's see what else sorry i didn't mean to use that disrespectful term but what i'm just saying basically is from the questions that the wedding planner is asking you as a sales professional as a service professional will be able to see that okay she asked this question so that she can figure out this and figure out this and figure out this and figure out that and these are all the different elements that are going to go into giving a quote at the end of the day so those are the reasons why all these questions are important the who are you what problems do you have what vision do you guys have what are the outcomes for the day and uh, all the fine details so uh yeah you have a prospective client in front of you someone reaches out instagram dm someone calls you because your details are on google or uh someone calls you because it's a referral from a past bride it's um it's uh it's all the same you don't you don't skip this process you need to have these uh, prelim conversations so thank you very much for listening to the sales for the nigerian wedding industry podcast i'm your host abuja-based event and wedding photographer tavishima ayide Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. And remember that the next recording is not going to be tomorrow, Sunday, because I set aside Sunday to record the other podcast, which is the Soul You're Getting Married podcast, where we talk about all things relationship and marriage related. If you think that's something you'd like to have a listen to as well, then just search in your podcast catcher and you'll be able to find me. Uh, But a tip though, do not search for so you're getting married because I was lazy and I didn't do my research. I had no idea that there were hundreds of podcasts that have the same name. I just picked the name and I started. So if you check so you're getting married, you're going to find loads of podcasts. Um, Australian, American, UK, Tanzania, Kenya, like lots and lots and lots of podcasts. So what you should do rather is search for my name uh, using the search function in your podcast catcher. So you should be searching for Tavishima Ayede. That is T-A-V-E-R-S-H-I-M-A. Again, T-A-V-E-R-S-H-I-M-A. And the surname is A-Y-E-D-E. So when you do that, the podcast comes right up. And uh, yeah, that's the best way for to search for me on any podcast catcher because for now, <clears throat> I am the only Tavishima Ayede in the world. And so when you do that, that is the only result that comes up, at least until one of my family members decides to name their child Tavishima and then there'll be two of us. If the other Tavishima decides to create a podcast for himself as well. So uh, yeah, that's it. So yeah, the next recording, that's not going to be tomorrow. Shooting a birthday party for um, kids as well. So uh, yeah, you guys wish me luck on that one. Um, anyway, those ones are always lots of fun. Anyway, I guess I need the luck because the last time that I had to photograph these girls, they did not like me at all. There was plenty of crying and for some reason I'd pick up the camera and uh, they just didn't like me. Anyway, the mom loved the photos and she said that I handled them reasonably well. So uh, I guess, well, now that they're much older, I guess the, the, the relationship I'm going to have with them will be different. But uh, just in case they still don't like me and they still don't like cameras, then you guys pray for me that everything turns out um, well. So I'll catch you guys next week and uh, you all have a wonderful weekend.